Hello and welcome to the 16th episode of Pets' Game Shack. Uh, today we're going to be talking about a few games and I have a new guest who goes by Retrocora. Hello. Um, how are you doing, dude? I'm not bad, I'm not bad. How are you doing, more importantly? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing well. Um, not much going on, just chilling out, watching D&D stuff. <laughs> Good. Excellent. Um, for those who don't know the format of the podcast, we normally have three sections, which is currently playing top news and uh, we play together. But today we have no, not, I've not really seen any news that I thought would be interesting enough to talk about. Um, so we drop in top news. And just talking about currently playing and then uh, the game of the episode. So we'll start with currently playing. And I would like to know, Cora, what are you currently playing? I am currently playing Goldeneye. Um, for the first time in over twenty years, I've been I've been kind of what little time I've had over the weekend, I've been spending going through that. How are you finding it? Going back? Is it? Is it? Does it hold up? I think it does. Um, the, the the controls have been kind of rejigged a little bit to make it more modern. Yeah. Um. So lately, there's twin stick and stuff like that. Um, and it it kind of it makes the game a little bit easier, but it, it's it, it keeps it playable, and it's still enough of a challenge that having played it for a few hours over the weekend, I've still got a couple of things left to do, and there's still bits of it that are really quite irritatingly tricky. Like, there are design things that don't hold up because it's 25, 26 years old. Yeah. And it's one of the first major console FPSs and stuff like that. Like, infinitely respawning enemies and stuff in some levels are just insanely difficult to deal with. But I think as long as you take it as a game of its time, you'll have a good time with it. Like, you're not going to go too far wrong. You can play it in short bursts. You don't have to, like, you don't have to spend loads and loads of time on it. It's, it's just, it's a nice, retro experience i'm on the xbox as well not the switch ah you're playing it on the xbox there's no online with that is there no um i think the trade-off is is that the the it's it's kind of hdified a little bit more than the switch version um but yeah there's no online for it i do have it on the switch though so if anyone like if, if there are ever online games happening i can always just boot that up it's quite shocking though it's like yeah, you you the you either get online or you get up-resed visuals, um, and maybe better performance. I I don't know, but you think they would just be like, yeah, just just put it online for everyone. You you would think that. I don't know what like the whole thing has been so weirdly fraught. Like I don't know what's happened with um because obviously there was the the XBL the the, the, the Xbox Live Arcade version was due to come out in 2009 and that got kind of nixed for whatever reason and i don't know if i don't know if it's online on the switch because it already has the architecture set up and stuff like that and there's maybe been a deal done or what i don't know um but you you would think that the xbox would have online as standard because you know it's kind of one of the oldest selling points of the xbox brand isn't it yeah, exactly. It's uh, quite shocking. I, I'm guessing, like you said, it must have been some sort of deal. 
And I would think so. It must be like, oh, well, at the end of the day, you're going to get a better version of the game, so we'll keep the online for us so that people will be interested in our version of the game as well, so to speak. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I know that the, um, the like, this is a weird thing, right? But the Switch version, I don't know if you ever heard about the push-button codes for GoldenEye. Mm, no. No. So, at, right at the end of the N64's lifespan, um, Rare kind of came out and, and said, you know, we like, nobody had found these cheats. So, basically, on the N64, there's a way that you can start the game up. Like You, you, you go into a level. And then you can use push like there's like push button codes to to set up a cheat. Yeah. So like there'll be a push button code for like invincibility or whatever it is, and then you can just blast through the level, and it doesn't count as putting the cheat on. So if you want to finish on double O agent or whatever, you can use these push button codes to do it. That's um, cool. Yeah, and they are still in effect on the Switch version. Um, they still exist. They're still usable, but they've been mapped out to the Switch's controls. But they don't. Like they haven't been transferred across to the Xbox version, so you can't do it on the Xbox if you want to um, sneakily get achievements or whatever. You have to do it properly. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if that's because of the achievements. Or if I it's don't because... know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's such an odd thing. I don't know if maybe the Xbox <laughs> version is running off the the Xbox Live Arcade architecture or something, but it's just it's just an interesting, really minor difference between the two games. Yeah, it's a strange one. I, I wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have thought they'd remove it, but unless they are like, yeah, you can't cheat for the achievements. So I know you can use cheats in other games. Not so much cheats, yeah. but like, say like Crackdown, you can use like keys to the city mode and play through the game, but you don't get no achievements for it and things like that. It really depends on the it depends on the, the maker of the game whether or not they like kind of cheats work for achievements and stuff like that. Because I remember. Back in the early days of the 360, when I was when I was um, hunting for achievements, there were games where you could just push button codes and then get a thousand points in like half an hour. That's um, just cheating, man. Yeah, it's great though. <laughs> uh, like, there were there were also games where it was just like they, they obviously didn't really take the achievements into account, so you just like the the, the kind of infamous Avatar. Um, yeah, yeah. Airbender game where you could do it in five minutes flat and then just hand the game back. Um, but yeah, I guess maybe they've just kind of been like, right, well, we want people to kind of go through the challenge as, as it was intended. And to be fair, like it's not easy. It's it's, it's still a very tricky game in places, even now, twenty five, twenty six years later. Yeah, um, I guess there's the whole um, difficulty increase in the sense of things get harder to kill and kill you easier on top of added objectives from higher difficulties. Yeah, it's it's nice to it's nice to go back to that. Like you don't get too much of that in first person shooters nowadays. And that no. was always my preferred way to play. Like mission based, objective based shooters, I think there's a place for that. Um and I'm hoping that Goldeneye does well enough that, that people kinda see that and are like, right, well we'll 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 make a few more of these. Well, you hope, you'd hope with the new Perfect Dark that is meant to be coming, don't know if it is, uh, that uh, you would get that kind of um, system back in place. It would be nice, wouldn't it? Um, but yeah. I, I, something happened with that recently. I think one of the, 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 the lead developers stepped down or something like that. Yeah. 
we never see uh, in these games that have been announced, do we? <laughs> nah, it'll, it'll come. It'll come in like twenty twenty six. It's it may end up being vaporware actually because I, I remember reading that the Perfect Dark Studio. It's it's like they, they want a triple A game, but yeah. the initiative who are making it only have about fifty people on staff. Oh, so it's it's going to be if they're pushing the deadlines and stuff like that. It's going to be a whole mess. Can't be any worse than zero. Well, that's true. Well, <laughs> I always think zero gets a right bad rap, man. I, I, the game is shit, right? I'm not going to defend the game, but the online multiplayer with the right people was an awful lot of fun. Yeah, I agree with that. Did you play it? I, I'm sure I remember playing it with you. Well, the online multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah, back when we, we all used to play Infection, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. On Games Way Radar. Yeah, fucking... I remember <laughs> I remember HSH getting the game uh, to, to play, because everyone was saying, yeah, Gary, the game's bad. Like, the online <laughs> side of things is quite fun. And he absolutely hated it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> I, remember, I always remember playing it with um, Aaron, Ale, and, and Ouija Bobo. Yeah. And... It was just like he was a he was a wind up merchant, and I was like fifteen and very easily wound up, and it just ended up being the most frustrating experience in the world. But it was fun; like it was it was the first time I'd properly played online, and it was it was nice to actually be in like eight versus eight matches. So as crap as the game is, I've got fond memories of it. That was the point at which Rare kind of fell off a cliff as well. Like they'd, they'd done really well up until that point, and then that was just the start of a complete decline. Yeah, they, they like there's there's some games that came out that I enjoy. Like I I like Viva Pinata. That's yeah. fun. I don't didn't like what I played of but nuts and bolts. Uh Cameo was fine. I think that did that come out first, didn't it? Before Perfect Dark Zero. I think they came out at the same time, didn't they? I think were they both launch games for the 360? Yeah, I think they were, yeah. I always like I played Cameo much, much later. So I played yeah. Cameo for the first time in like 2019. Oh, I wasn't that late for me, it's a couple of years later. And and I remember kind of thinking, this is fun, but it's not like it feels like because I, I vaguely remember Cameo was a GameCube game, and then Rare got bought out, and it, it, it like the development was really like all over the place. Mm. And I remember thinking that it really showed in the game, which was a shame because it it it, it was a seven out of ten game. Where if they'd had a bit more time, it could have been like a nine out of ten game. Yeah, I would agree actually, but then again, I am played a. Since like two thousand and nine, something like that. So it's it's been a while. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's I don't know. Obviously, rare are not behind the new Perfect Dark game. No. Um, but you know, maybe they'd get some input on it. You know, tell them, oh, we want this system because, like, the objective basis, uh, mission objectives, where they increase. With the higher difficulty, you, there's not a lot of games like I think Goldeneye, Perfect Dark, and then maybe the Time Splitters games. The Time Splitters games were very much in that mold, um, and then I don't really know. Like there were kind of there were a few le- I don't want to say lesser games, but there were a few like less famous games that came out that just weren't 
kind of, I think they just didn't hit the mark in the same way that Goldeneye and Perfect Dark and Time Splitters did. Mm. Um, I love Time Splitters. Time Splitters is the, the second one is one of the best shooting like FPS games you'll ever see. Yeah, I think I got it on my Xbox. I bought the Xbox version on the Xbox Series X to play them at some point. <laughs> I just haven't got around to it. Like, like two and three. That? Yeah, Time Splitters 2 and Time Splitters Future, per- Future Perfect is on there. Oh man, I did not know that. I'm yeah, when I bought them, I think they're on offer right for like now. three quid, two quid, three oh, quid. mad. I think they were on offer anyway. They might have been that price anyway. I'm going to have a wee look and see once we're finished here. <laughs> I, I love time splitters like any console i can get it on and show support i will do that because i, I just desperately want a time splitters for um, yeah well there was rumors about a time splitters i'm not sure if it was like a re not reboot like a remake of time splitters 2 or something with crytek and then it just never happened yeah it just kind of disappeared didn't it yeah because i think they own the rights for it now Maybe. Yeah, so it, like it went like it, it went in such a weird place. So like Free Radical developed it. It was published by like IDOS, I think maybe. Like the, the second yeah. one was IDOS and the third one was EA, and then the whole thing went kind of ass over elbow, and and it it went all over the place, and it ended up with those. There was a company I'm sure that used to make like they used to like explicitly buy up. IPs, yeah, because um, I'm sure they had the, they had and re-released the two rock games as well, but I can't remember what they're called. Like something Nord, THQ Nordic, maybe. Oh, THQ Nordic, I know. Yeah, they had it for a while, and then I think they offloaded it to to Crytek or whoever's got it now, and it's just in limbo. You think they would do something with it because it was a popular franchise? But then again, I don't know. Hard to judge because you'd think a lot of people would be interested in getting a new game. A lot of people. But yeah. at the same time, they probably thinking, is it going to be worth investing in it? And then it flops and we lose money. Because, you know, that's probably what they're thinking. It's a such business. a saturated, yeah, it's such a saturated market as well. Like, um, like there must be so many, there must be so many, um, like, similar things coming on at the market at any time that it's just even though it's got a bit of name recognition bringing it out now would just be like getting lost in a sea of other similar games at yeah. least with goldeneye it's like this is an iconic game based on an iconic film license everyone will want to play this but i don't know if time splitters would have that kind of that recognition because perfect dark did that as well they, they, they re-released that in 2009 and it just kind of it came out everyone was like whoa and then it just vanished yeah, uh, Perfect Dark was really good though. I played through it not too long ago on the Xbox Three, well, the Xbox Three Sixty version, and I really enjoyed my time with it. Um, oh, I love like, it's, to this day, it's one of my favorite games, like top three all time. I would say. Yeah, I, I'm definitely a Perfect Dark is better than GoldenEye kind of guy. Agreed. No arguments here. <laughs> I'm I'm glad because otherwise, you know, I would be very upset with you. Very fair. Very fair. <laughs> I, I would I would appreciate the upset as well because it's I don't know like perfect that just it felt like it improved on Goldeneye in every way. Yeah, but because it didn't have the Goldeneye license or like the James Bond license, it just kind of. I remember reading somewhere like 
GoldenEye sold like nine, eight or nine million copies, but Perfect Dark only did one and a half million, which is a shame I... because it's it's brilliant. I love the sci-fi setting. The the the, the multiplayer is brilliant. The single player is really strong. It's it's just a really good package. Yeah. Agreed. The thing is, I think it had a worse frame rate than GoldenEye did in there, so that probably didn't oh, help. God, yeah. If you put too many explosions on the screen, it would turn into a slideshow at points. <laughs> Damn good game, though. Oh, God, yeah. Um, Playing it on the Xbox, especially, <laughs> all the frame rate stuff's gone, so you've just got the game as it was intended. Yeah, yeah. Um, can't remember what I was going to say now. Nope, sorry. I, I kind of cut across you there, sorry. No, oh, that's fine. Uh, have you been playing anything else other than Goldeneye? The only thing I've been... like The only thing I've been kind of going through over the last month or so is Midnight Suns. Oh, I remember um, you mentioning that, that you'd bought it. Yeah, it's it's really, really good. What kind of have game is it, then? So, have you ever played... Have you played the XCOM games? Yes. So it's it's made by Fire Axis who make the XCOM games and it's kinda like XCOM light almost. So you, right. you, you pick like you, you've kinda you pick your team, so you've got, you know, X amount of heroes and then a, a few are unlockable and stuff like that. Um you pick your team and then you go into the fight scene, but instead of it being so you know in XCOM you've got the Marines and you move them around the map. Yeah. And stuff like that. Like that's gone, so it's just the combat. Um and instead of instead of using guns and, and kind of aiming weaponry and stuff like that, there, there are like ability cards that you draw, um, and you use them instead of the instead of the weaponry. But the actual kind of core mechanics of the game are very XCOMy. Um, and when you're kind of back in your base, like you, you can still do all of the upgrade stuff. Um, you build relationships between the between the characters and friendships and stuff like that. And it's just, it's a really fun, like, wholesome, weirdly wholesome um, game. Like, I went fishing with Spider-Man at one point. <laughs> it was just, like, a lot of fun. And I wasn't expecting much from it because I remember seeing about all the card mechanics and being like, this does not sound up my street. Um, but people, like, when it came out, a couple of my friends got it and were like, you need to buy this now. Um, and I got it, and it's I, I haven't looked back. I think I, I, I kind of smashed through it in in one week, and I've gone back and just been very slowly going through the new game plus stuff because it's it's yeah it's I, I would I, I'm probably not doing it justice, but I would strongly recommend it if you like XCOM or Marvel or both. It's it's worth it's worth get like having a look. And the is, voice isn't it really pricey though? It's dear if you get a digital copy. It's dear. But I would suspect that within the next couple of months, it will probably go down quite significantly. Um, it feels like one of those games where, like, they, they kind of ambitiously launch it, thinking they've got a Marvel license and be like, "Ah, oh, sixty quid," and then because it's an XCOM game, and XCOM games are like notoriously niche. After yeah. the initial wave of Marvel sales, it will just plummet. So if if you're interested, I would maybe wait until mid year, and then pick it up at a, a a premium price. But yeah, it's just it's a really strong. Like they've obviously put a lot of production into it. Like they've got top tier. The, the, the voice talent is insane. Um, the, like the game runs really well. It's got a couple of weird glitches, but I think that's just like all of the XCOM games kind of 
do that and I don't know what the hell's up with the with the engine that they use, but that's it just is what it is. Yeah. Um but it's so yeah like XCOM really as characters who die and then stay dead, does that happen in this? No. So like that's the the one major kind of like, other than the cards coming in, the one major thing is that you know you're playing as Marvel superheroes, so you can't have them die. <laughs> um, they do die though. They just get well, brought they back somehow. They do, you know? but in the comics and that. Can you imagine doing that and then having to like go through this really complex resurrection process every time you lose a hero? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, if your if your HP goes down, your hero gets knocked out. And if yeah. they get hit hard enough, they get injured, and the injury can last, you know, for X amount. Of, so it'll, it'll last for like a couple of days. So like every, every day you wake up, you do your kind of management stuff, and then you go out on a mission, and then you come back and you hang out with the, like you can then kind of hang out with the heroes and explore the grounds of the mansion that you live in and stuff like that. Um, so if a hero gets injured, they'll miss like three, like a few days of a, a, a worth of cycles. And you can't use them for for missions and stuff like that, um, and it can cause problems because like story missions are set up around specific heroes. So like one story mission will be like you have to take Iron Man, or yeah. there will be a story mission where like, you have to take Spider Man or whatever. And if they're injured, you just can't do that until they're healed. Uh, so it's like it has an impact, and, and getting injured and stuff has an impact. Um, it's just not quite as it's not quite as soul destroying as when you're kind of right at the end of an XCOM game and you lose your colonel who yeah. you've been nurturing for like 45 <laughs> missions and he's like a, a combat veteran with 140 kills and then he just like I, the, the dice roll goes against you and he's dead There's, it's not quite as brutal as that I don't think that would work so well in a match like, because it's, it's kind of I guess it's got to be kind of all age friendly and, and that's maybe not so it's Different but similar to XCOM. Yeah. I think. Um one thing that I really like about XCOM, it's like GIFs you see online mainly, or GIFs as some of you don't say. Uh <laughs> is, I'm a GIF man. Uh, I'm a GIF man too. Um basically it'll show like a soldier right up against one of the alien thingies. And they'll just go, and they just completely miss, and it's like right in his face. Like, how the hell do you miss all those shots? It's when you go up to them and you're literally right in front of them, and it's like seventy percent chance to hit. It's like, what is this guy doing? Is he aiming the gun to the right or something? Like, what the fuck? But it's, it's, yeah. I XCOM is, it's a game that plays to its own set of rules, and I kind of love that it's completely unflinching about stuff like that. It's like it's it's just brilliant. You see them shooting them, and it's like they miss every single shot from this machine gun. And it's like, how did you miss it? It was standing right there, right in front of uh, you. It's it's like the most XCOM thing that could possibly happen as well. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who's played XCOM has had that experience. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I'm not. I don't think I've played XCOM. I got it, but I've not played it. Oh, like enemy unknown, the 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 more modern versions of it. I think I've got the old, older ones as well. Actually, on on Steam. If you're not played new XCOM, ah, uh, you, you must like start with the first one if you're going to do it because like the second one kind of 
if you play the second one, you won't want to go back to the first one, basically. So if if you if you do decide to go through them, I would go through them like XCOM one, XCOM two. Um, but I I swear by them that like XCOM, the first XCOM remains probably in my top ten of all time because it's it's just it's so Moorish. Like the core gameplay loop is just phenomenal, and the attachments that you build with the soldiers and stuff like that. I never played the original XCOM, so I can't really speak to whether or not that's a thing there. But the new, like the new one, like I remember having a soldier and and, and genuinely being at the point of tears when he gets shot, like two missions before <laughs> the end of the game. I've never had that with a game before. Totally just devastated by the. Oh uh... my god! Yeah, <laughs> I still remember it. Like it was my sniper, and do you know that? Do you know that way? I was like, I can go back and load an earlier save. I'm, I'm going to be that guy. It's fine. And then I realised that my last save was like six missions before, so I had to choose between like six hours of progress oh. or <laughs> have my guy alive. And it was it was awful. <laughs> but yeah, like. Definitely, if you've not played the newer ones, definitely give them a shout. The first one's a wee bit janky now, I think, just because it's like 10 years old, but it's still like utterly playable and really, really good. Yeah, I'll have to have a look. Uh, definitely. You, I would like to see you stream one, actually. I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I could name the character, the soldiers after viewers and stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Then, then the attachment becomes really real. <laughs> like, oh no, like Retrocora has died. <laughs> Someone know was doing a thread on the forum, wasn't they, with that? Um, yeah, I remember. Was it Preezy? Yeah, I think it was Preezy, and I, I'm sure, like, I was in in there. In the team, and I had a, like a nickname that was like something stupid, like it wasn't cannon fodder, but I'm gonna say that, but it was the same kind of thing. <laughs> that was my, the character's nickname. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have a wee look and see if I can find it quickly. <laughs> because I remember that being, I remember that being mad fun, and I think I died after like 18 missions. Here we are, Preezy's G Arcade XCOM to Odyssey. Did you die or did you stay alive? I was. I think I only did one or two missions because I don't oh, think no. he went back to her. You were. You were Lieutenant DOA Peds. Yeah. <laughs> That's not dead on arrival. <laughs> I was um, Lieutenant Horse. <laughs> um, mm. Retro Corner, and I died as a. I died as a. Well, a, a grenadier, whatever that is. I think that's the. What is that? Is that the like the ranger ones? I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, DOA pets. <laughs> DOA pets. You should just start calling yourself that. What's your name? I'm DOA pets. <laughs> Dead on arrival. It's great in one drive, isn't it? <laughs> That's a. It's just, just not a military nickname you would want at all, is it? No. Uh, oh, I love it. Uh. So we've spoken about a few games so far, uh, so we'll uh, move over to the game we are both playing, which is 
we play together. The section is called segment, whatever you want to call it. And it the game we've been playing is an Xbox Game Pass game. I'm not sure if it's on other platforms. It probably is. I don't know. But we were playing it on Game Pass because, you know, we both have it. And it's called Ghost Song. Uh, what are your thoughts on Ghost Song? I am about, I'm a couple of hours in now. Um, I got, like, the, 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 the delay in starting was good because I got a bit more time on it just before we came on there. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't honestly know how I feel about it. So, like, I did a bit of research and stuff like that, and I can see that it's it's really highly rated. It's, like, 9 out of 10 on, on various, um, like, um, ratings websites and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, like, if I'm in the mood for a Metroidvania, I really enjoy it. Yeah. But with this one, I don't know. I think, like, the vibe is really good. The music is excellent. Like I really, like I really, really enjoyed the music. Even, even from the start, it's very ambient. It's very cool. Yeah, music's great. That I struggle, like, and and this is probably more a me thing than the game, like than the game's fault. Um, but I struggle at the moment with games where I'm not given any kind of direction from the start. So you're just kind of planked down next to your spaceship, and it's like off you go, um, wander around, and that's cool, but. What I like, I found myself getting frustrated because I would just kind of, I would just be kind of dropping about things. I have no idea what I'm looking for. Like, I don't really know what kind of, um, what items are good and what items are bad or anything like that. There's no like, there's there's only a very brief explanation of how the game works. And like, I went left instead of right at the start, and found this guy who just wasted me. Um, oh, you went left. Yeah. Start. Yeah, yeah. Did you um, do that? Yeah, yeah. Yep. It was Tough guy. like, oh my word. And do you know that way? I was just like, even, even, like, that was even before I'd had like the basic tutorial on how to fire the gun. So I didn't even know how to fire the gun. I'm just kind of running about like, oh, this guy's here. And then he just fired these like amoeba things at me, and that was me dead. <laughs> um, and I don't know. Like, Again, I don't know if that's like just just me not picking up on the vibe of what a Metroidvania is supposed to be or whatever. But it, it would have been nice if I died and then it'd been like, right, you know, here is the here are the buttons that you should use to play the game. Yeah, <laughs> you need to go right, and it gives you the tutorial. Yeah, well, I found that out, but not until <laughs> after, because I thought, right, well, I'm going to like, because I died, and then I, I, I thought, right, well, I'm going to give this guy another shot, and I ended up fighting him three times. Yeah, just out of pure options. I think I fought um, him twice, and I thought, nah, I'm just going to go the other way. So I thought, I'll go left first to have a look what's over there. Oh, it's a guy. Let's see how long it takes to kill him. And then I, I shot him loads, and it just wasn't dying, so I, I end up dying, and then I tried again, and I died. And then yeah, I left and came. I came back to him much later and I kicked his ass. <laughs> oh, did you? Did you get? Did you? Did you manage to kill him? Yeah. I, I didn't go back to him after the second time. I thought, well, I might like. I'll, I'll go down. I'll train a little bit. I'll do the. I'll do the whole montage and then I'll go back up. Um, but I didn't. I didn't end up going back up. I ended up just kind of getting lost in the in the maze of the the Metroidvania. Yeah. But I, I think. I think it's a game that if I'll probably try it again and like I, I did this with metroid dread as well because metroid dread is like the absolute peak of of the i mean the, you know it's a genre defining series 
Yeah. Um, and Metroid Dread is, is one of the best examples of that style of game I've ever played. But even that took me like three goes to get into just because I need to be in the right headspace for that kind of vibe and that kind of game. And I don't know if I just, I, I think maybe it's just like I need to kind of get my head out of my ass a little bit and, and, and um, engage with it a bit more. But I enjoyed it. And, and and it's clearly a well-made game. It's clearly a game that's like that's got an interesting plot and an interesting story and stuff like that as well. So it's it's there's enough there that I want to go back as well, which is good. Yeah. What did you think about it? I'm enjoying it so far. Like I don't know how far in you are to, to say because like. Oh, you... I'm not. I'm not a spoiler averse or anything. Fire, fire ahead. Oh well, I, I've got to uh, like on the surface in a different area and there's like people there that you speak to ah right so i think you're slightly further ahead than me because i've i've been seeing ghosts yeah so I, I'm I wondering well, about yeah. little ghosts kind of wander past and i'm wondering if like i'm kind of expecting that eventually i'll find out what's going on with that it's um just, i spent ages running around though lost right I, kept, yeah. I, I went down as far as I could and then it was blocked off. So then I went back and found different areas and I kept just going up and down looking and I realised that where I was coming down, you could go right. And for some reason, I just never walked that far over and always went left. And I was like, okay, th- there was nothing blocking it. that You could just see it was a clear path. For some reason, yeah. I just completely ignored it. And just kept, I probably spent like an hour or so just going up and down, working up where the hell I had to go. But I don't understand I why I miss such a simple thing to, to miss, like. Genuinely right, I'm wondering if that's what I've been doing, because I've been going up and down and up and down. Like, I found a lift. I went up the lift. That that was the only place I got any kind of, like, like story-related content. Yeah. So I went up this lift, and there was someone like, my name is Nabil or something like that. I wonder if she'll find me. And I'm like, oh, cool, this is this is interesting. I'm going to get some story progress when I get out of this lift. I get out of the lift and it was just a dead end. I was like, oh, right, okay. <laughs> um, so like, I ended up going back down and running up and down and stuff like that. And, and I was doing the same as you, just like going up and down and up and down and not really knowing where to go. So like, I wonder if possibly even just the first section of the game would be slightly better pointing you. Mm. And I know that's not the point in the Metroidvania, you know, the whole like the whole point of the style of game is, you know, here is a maze-like network of, of, of areas, find your way. But even just like a kind of optional um, thing to be like, right, go here first and then, you know, figure it out for yourself after that. And, and, and that would probably have engaged me a little bit more. But I think that's just a personal preference thing on my part. I don't think that's the game's fault particularly. Hmm. Uh, I'm thinking after you go up the LA, you get a new item, maybe? A new ability? Yeah. I didn't, and I wonder if I've just completely missed something. Because like, <sighs> I went in, and in the elevator went up, I kind of went into a room, and there was just a big kind of wall that looked like it was like alive. Or like, like you know, it looked, like, it looked like it had like boils coming out of it, or something like that. And there were a couple of enemies which I killed, and then I, I couldn't figure out how to get through. And there was nothing to pick up on the ground, or I didn't see anything to pick up on the ground. I'm not so just sure like, nah, if you go up the elevator and then you shoot the wall and it breaks. 
Oh, then I've made an arse of it, to be, to be totally honest with you. <laughs> I'm sure um, you got, a, a, like, some kind of weird dash ability up there. I am shocking. Like, and, and I, 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 want to be, I want to be very clear about this as well. I am shocking at Metroidvanias. I'm really crap at them. Um, I love them. I really enjoy them. Like, like the Metroid series is, is absolutely phenomenal. But... Like I can make a five-hour game last for like twenty-five hours just by just because I have no idea where I'm going and get totally lost. Yeah, yeah. And I, then that's I, part of the fun, I suppose. It is. It is. Uh, at the end of the day, you get out of a more for your money, like you know. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you are looked at the same room for twenty minutes at a time, <laughs> just, just just like staring at the walls, like why can't I figure out what's going wrong? That's basically my life experience at the moment. Uh. So, um, with the uh, the game, how are you finding it in general in this in the. Difficulty wise, because I don't find it's too difficult. I hit the mic on. I don't find it's too difficult most of the time, but certain enemies are a fucking nightmare. Um, and also, it's got that Dark Soul style thing where you die and you go back to where you were to collect your nano gel stuff, which is basically currency to upgrade yeah. your character I, and repay I, your character. I don't, I, I don't know how I feel about that Dark Soul style. Like thing as a general point of order, but that's that's a, a whole rant for a different day. Um, I've not found it too difficult. Like I've, I, I'll be honest with you, I picked the easier mode um, because I thought, right, well, I'm, I just want to. <laughs> I know absolute casual gamer uh, work there from me, but do you know the way I was like, right, I want to experience the game. I don't want it. Like I, I don't want my opinion of it to be based on potentially like frustrating um like like being frustrated um, yeah. because that'll just make that'll just annoy me and then i'll quit after half an hour and i'll come on and i'll, I'll just rant for, for half an hour about why i'm crap at games basically um <laughs> which you know i'm happy to do but i i thought i'll give this out i'll give this a shot and i'm not finding it like overly difficult i think i only died other than the angry guy at the start I think I only died once, and it was just, it was purely my own fault because I was completely unable to, um, basically, like, my hands stopped working and I just made an arse or something. Um, there are some enemies that are a bit of a pain, so, like, but it's it's more just about figuring out how to, like, angle the shot for them, yeah. like, the ones that are kind of flying or in, in awkward places on the screen. Um... I'm not finding it overly difficult. I think that I think that it might get worse later on, but the the first hour or two I've not had a I've not had a a major issue with it yet. That's fair. I've died a fair few times against certain enemies. They can be a pain, like these weird ones that jump about with like weird green stuff sticking out of them. Yes. I, I, I got to them. They were a nuisance. Like, but again, I think maybe because I'm playing on the easier mode, um, I'm not finding it as big a problem. The guys that turn into like spike balls, they're a bit annoying. Yeah. Have you seen them? Yeah. Um, um, there's, there's a fair few enemies in there that are a pain. Uh, later on, like after that section, there's enemies that make this really 
weird fucking noise and just run after you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like as if someone's going with some weird effects on her or something as they run at you, and it's just it's fucking horrible. <laughs> to put it bluntly, the sound is fucking horrible. I don't know what it is. That sounds awful. It is. Um, I don't think I've got to that yet, or like I tend to play games with the sound quite low, so maybe I have. I've just not noticed it yet. Um, but I'm trying to think because I've come across quite a few different types of enemies, like, um, and I can't really think. I don't think I've come across them yet. I think I think I would have probably realised. Yeah, I think I think they're a bit later. Um, I think they are near where you go to the surface uh, again right. i think so and the yeah they're weird because because of the noise <laughs> the way they just screech at you as they charge at you yeah that sounds what that sounds like my worst nightmare in gaming, like screaming, <laughs> screaming death coming at me, just like no, thank you. <laughs> the, the thing is, is if you know you you can kill them fairly easy, uh, sort of. They actually do take quite a bit of damage, but I've, I, my my suit levels like level fifteen ish, and right. uh, I've upgraded my gun of a whack over uh, that- yeah the upgrades over um. Vigor and something else. See, I was focusing on the Vigor upgrades. So when I was getting upgrades, I was doing the Vigor, but I kept forgetting to go and actually upgrade. So I would have like 800, 900 um, like of, of the, the, the green globule things. Yeah. And then just not, <laughs> like just, <laughs> just not going upgrades. So I'd be walking about wildly underleveled for what I'm doing. Yeah. Um... Yeah, like the you can get different weapons as well. All right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's tough, Garen. Huh? <laughs> I can imagine, to be fair. But then uh, I was quite enjoying like the, the kind of core loop of shoot the gun until the gun starts to drop, and then and then go in close and get a couple of hits in with the. To be fair, the, the, the loop kind of stays the same. It's more you, you have the same from what I've played so far, you have the same gun, but you have um, like an alternate fire. So like A is to shoot, I think, or X is to shoot. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, right. And then pressing Y uh, gives you like an alternate fire. And I've got three different uh, weapons that I can pick from uh, for the alternate fire. Uh, you get them from different things. Oh, and right. um, uh one of them is like decent the other one is slightly better and then one of them is interesting too <laughs> excellent i look uh, forward to getting them yeah well like i said they're quite tough to get uh you will get them you just need to explore or something but like one of them is needed to progress in certain areas the other ones just seem to be beneficial for shooting things yeah, and and do more damage, but uh, you also get a, a like a melee weapon, right? And instead of then hitting things, 
uh, with your gun, you that when you shoot in, that heats up as well. So just you got longer reach on your melee attacks, right? Um, but it still heats up and does more damage the more heat is generated by the gun. Ah, that's interesting. Because I was yeah. assuming there would be like I was assuming there would be upgrades and stuff like that, but it's nice to hear that there are actually different kind of things that you can do. Yeah. You. Oh, um. Like I said, I got, I got. You obviously have the standard gun, and then I've got the three other types, but only one of them, I so far, seems to be needed. The other two right. are just more for different types of damage. Um, I could tell you to get the first one. Yes, please do. I'm assuming though that the ones that, that maybe don't seem necessary might come in handy later on in the game. Well, the first one you get that I got sets things on fire. I think. Yeah. Certain enemies on fire, so they take damage from that, so you can shoot them a couple of times, and then they'll be on fire and take damage continuously until they die. Uh, you get off the guy at the left at the start of the game. Oh, really? Do you know, I saw he had a gun. I saw he had a similar gun to me. And yeah, I was like, yeah. I want that. I, I was assuming that would be the kind of, the reward would be some kind of upgrade, but he just kept wasting me. And I was like, oh. Yeah, you kill him <laughs> and he drops his gun. Nice, excellent. And then you take it and use it to set things on fire. Now that I can get on board with. It comes in handy. I I obviously haven't gone through most of the story on this yet, um, but I kind of get a vibe about it that it's like, I feel, I I don't know anything about whether or not this is going to be right or wrong or whatever, but like, I kind of get the impression that I have crash landed on a planet gone into stasis or something like that, and now I'm getting up and just kind of shooting at the local inhabitants of the planet. And I almost feel a little bit bad for doing that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, it does seem that way so far. I can't say that, like, story-wise, I, I don't know myself, but it does seem like that, doesn't it? It's like, oh, you've just landed, crash-landed, and then woken up and just gone murdering things. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the kind of vibe I'm getting off it, but I don't know if I don't know if there'll be like a <laughs> No, I, I agree with you, man. It does seem like that. It's like you suddenly wake up and you're like, oh Okay. And then you just shoot things. <laughs> it's just Oh, it's where just, am I? Ah, uh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> if in doubt, shoot it. Just as as the video game way. Exactly, yeah. Just shoot everything. <laughs> Aye, it's good. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see where the story goes. Oh, for sure. It's like, for sure. What what is actually going on? Like, why it do you see like some it, ghost things? Yeah, I'm I'm interested to find out what's going on with that. But it, it feels like it's a kind of eight hour game, eight to ten hour game that I will probably stretch out over like thirty. Well, I did look on how long to beat and how long to beat just to finish the game. It should take, according to that, it takes nine hours. I've played it That's for about four. Right. And I, I don't think I'm that far in because I literally spent hours running back and forward in the one spot. Like, where the hell do I well, go? Oh, shit, I need to go this way. Why didn't I see this yeah. path? So that's, that's, my, that's my experience of it. So I've, I've put two and a half hours in and I genuinely don't think I am more than about 
like what a competent gamer would be like 20 minutes <laughs> it would take them like 20 minutes and, and, and I'm thinking like if, if I were any good at this it would probably be 9 hours but because I'm not I'm thinking probably more like 18 to 20 yeah um, but I, I, I'm I'm enjoying it so far so that's the that's the good thing yeah. I like Game Pass beneficial <laughs> oh, the, the Game Pass is amazing see for just picking up indie indie classics it's so strong like even just talking to you about which game to play it's like here's five options yeah. of, of games that all look really good and and you know you pay that but I think I pay slightly more just because I'm still paying off the Xbox itself but even even you know twenty quid a month or whatever it is to have access to hun- literally hundreds of games because I'm playing Goldeneye off the Game Pass as well. Like, yeah, it's 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 insane value for money, and I'm like I'm kind of reticent about streaming as a general thing, but I think that a service like this is when done right and it is being done right is a really strong selling point for a console. Yeah. Um. And that's my that's my story. I I just I like being able to just drop in and, and grab a couple of indie games and battle through them. I've been playing a little bit of or I I started and then stopped a game called Signalis off the Game Pass as well, which is kinda like it it gets this kind of like old school resi vibes a little bit. Oh nice. Um But like if you've if you've kinda got a free few there are problems with it. it's not a perfect game, but you know. It's it's another one that if I hadn't seen it on the Game Pass, I just wouldn't have picked. I wouldn't have bothered picking it up. No. Um, with Ghost Song, are you going to go back and play it? Because obviously you haven't finished it. But are you going to crack on with it? I am going to finish it. Um, I'm I'm kind of one of my New Year's resolutions is to try and actually finish games that I start. Yeah. Um. So I kind of I figured that it's it's got a good enough. It's got a good enough vibe to it, and it's intrigued me enough that I want to go back and actually, actually see what's going on with it, um, and learn to play it a bit better as well. So I'll be alternating, I think, between that and Goldeneye for the next few weeks. Nice. What good about you? Yeah, I think so. How are you feeling about it? Do you think you'll go back and get it finished? Yeah, I, I want to crack on with that. I am enjoying it. I, yeah. There are games that I've played for the podcast that I haven't finished and said, yeah, I'm going to go back to and finish it, and then I haven't managed to do that. This one, I think, as is meant to be quite short, I'm going to jump back in and crack on with it and then look at the other games that I've played and see which ones I need to finish and go back to them. The only There's, there's two games in the podcast that I wouldn't go back, that I can think of off the top of my head, that I wouldn't go back and finish. That's Medieval, because I thought it was crap. And uh, Shadow Corridor, which was I thought was awful. So, there you go. <laughs> the original, the original Medieval, like the PlayStation one. Yeah, I didn't like it. Really, it I've never played it. Full version. It, the the thing is, is because games have advanced a lot, and it's still because yeah. it, it's a like a. A remat. It's, it's a visual overhaul, but it's basically it plays very much the same. Right. It doesn't feel right when you're in combat. It's like I, I don't know. I, if I had like a lock-on system or something, I'd have been fine with it. But it doesn't, it's and it's like you're running, swing your sword, and run away, and hopefully not get hit. And I, I just it, didn't like the a, style of it. 
does it feel of its time? Does it kind of because I, I, Medieval must be what like ninety six, ninety seven, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it does. It does. It's, it's. I think it's got like improved controls compared to the PlayStation version. Yeah, but it's still just. I very much of its, its time. Yeah, because like Goldeneye, just I'm sorry to kind of pull it back to that, but like Goldeneye what? feels of its time, but it also kind of like it's been changed enough control wise that. It doesn't like it, it, it kind of doesn't feel like a bad thing, if that makes sense. But I get yeah. the vibe that what you're saying with medieval, it's just it's kind of like games have moved on. It's such a point that this is kind of obsolete now. It's kind of irrelevant. Yeah, and you get that with some classic games, like they might have been brilliant in '96, '97, or whenever they came out. But you can't like it's it's difficult to go back having experienced the evolution of that style of play. You know. Yeah, exactly. Um, like it's a shame because it was actually like the it, 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 it was quite funny at times and like visually it's nice and got a cool atmosphere and that. It's just combat wise, I just couldn't I couldn't be asked. No, fair enough. <laughs> it's a game me and Ginny Will spoke about actually, and Ginny Will felt yeah. exactly the same. So it's not just me, right? But then. <laughs> This is a man who doesn't like Banjo Kazooie, so I can't like I, I I can't take his opinion as as gospel. You I trust, Genuel. Yeah, but Genuel, while while he's wrong ninety five percent of the time, he's right five percent <laughs> of the time. <laughs> Broken clogs and all that. Nah, I love I love Genuel. He's he's a good chap, um, and you know, if if both of you can add that view on it, then it's it's probably not something that. It's, it's probably something that kind of permeates quite widely as well. Yeah, but it, like I said, it's not a bad game. It's just it doesn't feel good. The combat doesn't because of yeah, it's kind of ar- archaic. Like you know, it's not no, bad. Sure. It's just not for me. I would say. I think that's fair, and and, and like. I'm like that with loads of games. Like I'll start stuff that, that has been critically acclaimed and just be like, Do you know what? It's clearly good. Or you know, it clearly has some value for somebody, but it's not for it's not for me. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be us then, as we've been going for nearly an hour. And uh, yeah, so I would like to thank you for taking part. I would like to thank you for having me. No, no problem at all, dude. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug? Twitch stream, YouTube channel, Twitter. Anything Not at, at the moment. At the moment, I am very, I am advertising free peds. Um, I will eventually go back to Twitch, but not right at this moment. All right, dude. Um, but I, I will plug your Twitch channel because it's wonderful. Oh, everyone should watch so peds on Twitch. I am sweet. That's right. But also, I'm, I'm not wrong on this one. <laughs> um, you're a, you're a, an absolute pleasure to watch most of the time. And when I say most of the time, I mean all of the time. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, good to chat to you, dude. Yeah, it's been a fun avenue on, dude. Um, but with that, we are going to say goodbye and uh, thank you for listening.